0: team what is happening I hope you're all keeping well it is very good to be back this relaunch has been in the back burner for quite some time now for those of you that don't know I actually had a podcast a couple of years ago but unfortunately at the time to record an eight or ten minute podcast it was taking me maybe four or five hours to record edit and upload it so as soon as things got busy with the personal training side of things the podcast unfortunately had to take a back seat And it is something that I've been wanting to get back into now for quite a while, but I've been telling myself that I just don't have the time. And I wrote a post on social media there a couple of weeks ago about not waiting for the right time to do things, and then it just kind of hit me a few weeks ago that I'm being an absolute hypocrite waiting for the right time to to relaunch this. So hence why I'm here, hence why this podcast today is going to be rough and ready. Hopefully, over the next few weeks, I will be able to edit it a little bit better, get a little bit of an intro, maybe get a nicer graphic for the the display of it as well. But another thing that kind of prompted the relaunch here as well is a client of mine recommended a podcast by Stephen Bartlett, the Diary of CEO. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of it. And at the time, he was interviewing James Smith. And listening to the podcast, I was like, Jesus, wouldn't it be great if I could build a podcast to a point where I could get some really interesting guests to come in and speak to me um, and have conversations that you wouldn't necessarily have like down the pub on a Saturday night or going out for coffee with a friend so that's the goal here at the moment I'm going to do one podcast every two weeks for the next 12 weeks and I'm going to call that season one those are going to be standalone podcasts where I'm just going to be digging a little bit deeper than the surface level things of like the importance of a calorie deficit or the importance of adequate hydration And talk about things that actually really are going to make a difference to your health and fitness journey and it's not all going to be centered around health and fitness either we are going to talk about different aspects as well but in season two of the podcast then i would be hoping to bring on some guest speakers and really open up some really interesting conversations from there so for those of you that may not know me as well i'm a former teacher i'm a trained woodwork technical graphics teacher and as soon as i got my degree i went to the uk and i taught there for two years after two years of teaching in the UK, I then came to the UAE and I taught computer science over here for two years then as well. And it wasn't so much that I hated teaching, I actually didn't mind it at all. And, but that was the, the problem to me that I didn't want to stick with something for the next 40 or 45 years of my life doing something that I was only okay with. Like I could never say that I was absolutely passionate about the teaching. So after maybe three years, three and a half years, maybe of giving it what i thought was a fair chance i then started thinking about alternative routes to go with my career and to be honest i didn't have to think very hard about where i wanted to go with this either like i've always loved training i actually did enjoy certain aspects of the teaching as well and the way that i that i describe what i'm doing now is that i'm still teaching but the only difference is rather than teaching a group of students about a subject that i'm not really too interested in i'm now teaching adults about something that i am truly passionate about so i knew from the get-go that i wanted to be an online coach because just from my own personal experience like i say i've always loved training but for the first five or six years of training i saw very little results because that's all i put my effort into so that's the beauty of the online coaching we can focus on that hour that you do inside in the gym but we can also focus on the other 23 hours of the day and that's where i do truly believe is what makes the difference when it comes to getting results So starting out I knew to become a very good online coach I first of all needed to become a very good face to face personal trainer so that was the first thing that I looked for was a a job working in a gym and obviously all this was completely new to me I didn't really know what to expect but I got my first job after maybe six or eight weeks of searching for one um, up in Sharjah and because it was the type of job where you had to walk the gym floor and pick up your own clients it took a long time to get the ball rolling there because as a personal trainer, you're taught very little relevant information during your personal trainer course. So I would got this job on the gym floor, but I had no idea how to get clients and uh, to make things even harder. The clientele that I was dealing with had very poor English and there was a massive cultural difference as well. So we had very little to relate to So it took a little bit of time to get the ball rolling in that new position but eventually things did pick up. However, the way uh, personal trainers are paid in the UAE is you get your basic salary and then you get your commission and that depends very much on the gym that you're working in. But the gym that I was working in here paid uh, 3000 dirham or 750 euro basic salary and they paid me no commission in the time that I was there they kept telling me, oh, next week, next week, next week. Um, so for the couple of months that I was working there, I was coming out with 750 euro a month. Luckily enough, by pure chance, a better opportunity came up, and it was working with a company that I can, the best way that I can describe it is like, it's almost like Tinder for PTs, in that you open up the app, it shows you what PTs are in your area, it shows you what gyms are in your area, you choose your PT, I show up to the gym and I give you a session in this partner gym that the company had. And as a personal trainer with only three or four months experience, this was exactly what I needed because it gave me experience working with a lot of different clients in a lot of different areas with a lot of different goals. And I got very busy very quickly, fortunately. So much so that after the first eight or ten weeks, I was on track to become the, the top performer on the team until the world then went back crazy. We went into lockdown, gyms got shut up and I went from doing maybe six or seven sessions a day in six or seven different locations around Dubai to being lucky to have one session per day. And again, coming back to the whole commission and basic, our basic salary got cut in half and our commission plummeted as well because obviously we weren't doing the sessions. So the first couple of months as a personal trainer were quite tough, at least financially. But luckily enough here in Dubai, the lockdown didn't last too long. And I think after maybe eight or 10 weeks, gyms reopened and we were lucky enough to be able to get back on track very quickly from there and i absolutely loved my time working the gym floor i had some amazing clients that i was working with at the time as well and by the time i was ready to leave the face to face most of my clients had been with me for a year and a half to two years now the only downside to the whole personal training gig is obviously you're going to be at your busiest first thing in the morning last thing at night so it meant that your days were very long And it basically meant that because I was doing a little bit of online at the time as well, I was on the go from maybe half five in the morning until half nine, ten at night, come in, say hello to Alicia, go to sleep and get back and do it all over again. And that was starting to become quite taxing. And after about maybe two years of doing this, there wasn't really much opportunity for progression, at least in terms of where I wanted my career to go. Like I said, I'd been working with the majority of my clients for maybe a year and a half, two years. The company had approached me a handful of times to take the next step up the ladder there, but that meant being in charge of a group of trainers. And that wasn't really something that I wanted for myself. I wanted to be more so dealing with clients and in the trenches helping them. So in July of 2021, last year, I decided to make the move completely online. And then almost overnight, I went from being a personal trainer who only had to worry about sets reps programming to almost being like a business owner because as an online coach if i wasn't getting people in the door if i wasn't getting clients i was going to be out of business very very quickly and that in itself was terrifying because i had really loved what i had been doing over the last two years and there was no way having had that experience would i have been happy to go back into teaching so at this stage i knew okay I know how to deal with clients, I know how to be able to get people results, but I have no freaking clue how to be able to run a business. So I had to reach out, get external help. Uh, I enrolled in a business mastermind and that has completely changed the game for me. It's completely changed the way that I do business, who I work with, how I deal with them, and it's been absolutely phenomenal. And I'm very happy to now be able to say that the online coaching has been everything that I expected it to be and so much more as well. It would have been a real kick in the teeth to have walked away from the teaching spent two years grafting and then after a month or two months into the online coaching realized that I didn't like it or I wasn't able to cope with the pressure of it (laughs) so luckily enough that gamble kind of paid off for me so right now I'm dealing predominantly with teachers because obviously that's my background and I feel like I can really understand the lifestyle I can understand the stresses and the strains that teachers would be under on a daily basis and like I say when I was face to face personal training I got a a lot of experience of working with other people and I found that like if someone was in a high-end job and they had been telling me that I literally get into work and I don't move for the whole day because I've just got back-to-back calls for 14 hours straight like I couldn't tell whether or not they were BSing me or were they telling me the truth whereas if a teacher tells me that oh look I've I'm, I, I can't move for 14 hours of a day I can call BS on that and I want my program to be so much more than just a way to show people how to be able to lose weight. I don't want my clients to, to just be able to say, oh yeah, I worked with potty, he helped me to lose five kilos. I want my clients to be able to say that, I worked with potty, he absolutely transformed my life. Because I do truly believe that if you get yourself into a good routine with health and fitness, it's gonna have such a positive effect in every other aspect of your life as well. Like if we can get you thriving in terms of your energy management, sleeping better, having a better mood, having a better sense of self-confidence within yourself having a better sense of self-belief it can only have a positive effect in every other aspect of your life from there so in the program right now we're going a lot deeper than we ever have before we're not just worried about like calories and ten thousand steps a day anymore now we go a lot deeper now we place a massive emphasis on education within the program i do a training every two weeks myself we get guest speakers in every four to six weeks we've had vision coaches in the past, we've had mindset coaches in the past, we've had psychotherapists come in and talk to us in the past. So that my clients have got all the tools, the knowledge and the systems that they need to ensure that they're never gonna need to invest in another coaching service ever again. But of course, all the knowledge in the world is absolutely useless to you unless you apply it consistently to be able to produce that result. So that's why the accountability and the support, both from myself and from the other clients within the team, is such a pivotal part of the program now as well. I have the program set up in such a way now that once the client implements to the best of their ability, they cannot fail and there's two things that I ask from every single client and that's that they're quick to implement and that they're quick to ask for help. And once they do that, then I have no doubt that they will be able to achieve that dream result. And the main goal for me from here is I want to be able to build the team up. I'm currently serving about maybe 31, 32 clients and I want to get that up to about 50 by the end of Q3. And I'm saying 50 because I think 50 is a number that I would be able to manage by myself. But from there, then once the team gets bigger than that, is when I'm going to have to think about expansion and bring other people onto the team, whether that be in a coaching role or in more of an admin role, whatever the case may be there. But for right now, my sole focus is just continuing to build a business and provide as good a quality service as I possibly can to my clients. So that's where i am in terms of business personally alicia and i are just back from a trip to thailand and it was absolutely insane we trained a lot we toured around we had a lot of really good food and it was my first holiday that i've been on since joining the fitness industry and up until then any holiday i've ever been on i've absolutely done the dog in it in terms of food in terms of drink and it was so nice to to come back from a holiday and actually feel good rather than like a stone overweight and completely you utterly not really hung over um, and right now we're gearing ourselves up to move to Bali for six months uh, in July which we're both obviously really excited about I think Bali is going to be a very nice contrast to the to the lifestyle here in Dubai obviously in Dubai you're kind of living that luxury lifestyle you're going out you're eating in really nice restaurants you're you're living the high life basically whereas in Bali I think like your Sunday best is going to be a sleeveless and a pair of flip-flops and apparently in Bali you can live like a king for like 2,000 euros a month and that's eating out like three meals a day living in a nice apartment or a nice villa and enjoying yourself while you're there as well which is going to be very nice compared to over here where you're spending maybe six or seven euros on a cup of coffee point is gonna cost you like 12 or 13 euro as well um. so it'll be a very nice change of pace in that way too but also like obviously like most others i love to travel but i also love my routine as well so even though i took a little bit of time off in thailand like after the first week i was kind of itching to get back into into a routine as well so i think bali will give us both I'll be able to work four or five days a week. We'll both keep up our routine of training. And then on the weekends, we'll be able to go tour around and see what Bali has to offer for us. So some very exciting times ahead. Now, before I wrap this up, I want to show my appreciation for you listening to me ramble on for the last 12 or 13 minutes. I want to leave you with a little bit of a nugget of gold before I close this off. And it's that the only thing that is holding you back from achieving the results or living the life that you dream of is you. I read a book a couple of months ago called The Power of the Subconscious Mind and it highlighted the importance of your own inner dialogue and it's something that I've become hyper aware of ever since even when I'm just out chatting with the lads or out having a crack like the more that you tell yourself that you're incapable of change or that you're a failure or that it's just the way you are the more that you're reinforcing that belief within yourself and even as something as simple as when you get complimented like what's your first reaction do you say thank you and accept it or do you just try and brush it off because once you can work on improving that internal dialogue and reinforcing yourself positively how powerful your own inner dialogue can be and look we're all guilty of negative self talk every now and again but it's within your complete control whether or not that's the rarity or it's the norm And there's a very simple fix to this as well, but it's not going to happen until you bring some awareness to it and put some effort into changing it. And something as simple as just changing your vocabulary rather than telling yourself, oh, I might do this or I might do that. And you say to yourself, I'm going to achieve this and I'm going to give it everything that I got until I actually make it happen. That's going to make the world of difference for you. So I really do appreciate you giving up some of your time to listen to me here today. I hope that you will join me again for episode two, which should go live in two weeks time.